48K News. It's one o'clock, I'm Kenny Hodgart. The headlines this lunchtime, the government says it vehemently refutes a report by a US congressional committee accusing authorities here of eroding people's rights and freedoms. Poland appeals for calm after two people were killed by a missile that landed near its border with Ukraine. And Donald Trump announces he's running again for the US Republican presidential nomination. The government says it vehemently refutes a report by a US congressional committee saying its comments were slanderous and ill-intentioned. It urged the United States to stop maliciously interfering in Hong Kong affairs. Uh, Vicky Wong reports. The government says the United States China Economic and Security Review Commission has again made up excuses which deviate from the facts to maliciously slander the national security law. It said all actions by law enforcement agencies were evidence-based and law-abiding. Meanwhile, the SAR had an independent judiciary and the government was firmly committed to upholding the rights and freedoms enjoyed by Hong Kong residents. The government also defended electoral changes that ensure patriots administer Hong Kong. It said no one in any region in the world would allow political power to fall into the hands of forces who betray their own country. It described recent LegCo and chief executive elections as open, fair and honest, demonstrating broad representation and political inclusiveness. The U.S. bipartisan report accused security authorities here of continuing what they describe as their assault on Hong Kong's freedoms and said the economy suffered from restrictions guided by Beijing. The Polish government has appealed for calm after two people were killed by a missile that landed near the border with Ukraine. President Andrzej Duda said the missile was Russian-made, but it was not clear who had fired it. Poland has placed some of its military units on heightened alert and aerial surveillance has been increased. President Duda urged people to wait while investigations take place. First of all, I want to assure everyone that we're working in a very calm way, very carefully. We're not taking any rash decisions and I ask everyone to remain calm. Polish soldiers are at the scene, we have the support of our allies and all commitments towards us are in place. President Biden has met leaders of other NATO countries at the G20 summit in Indonesia to discuss the incident in Poland. The leaders of the European Union and the Japanese Prime Minister also attended. After the meeting, President Biden expressed his his support for Poland as it investigated what had happened. We agreed to support Poland's investigation into the explosion in rural Poland near the Ukrainian border. And I'm going to make sure we figure out exactly what happened. Our empathy sympathy goes out to apparently two people were killed. And and then we're going to collectively determine our next step as we investigate and proceed. There was total unanimity among the folks at the table. In Hong Kong, sports official Ronnie Wong says junior staff should not be given solemn tasks such as playing national anthems. The Honorary Secretary-General of the Sports Federation and Olympic Committee of Hong Kong also does not accept the explanation from Asia Rugby 
that an intern made an honest mistake when playing the wrong song in South Korea over the weekend. A song associated with violent protests in 2019 was played instead of the national anthem at the Rugby Sevens in Asia series in Incheon. Mr Wong told a radio programme that both Asia Rugby and the event's Korean hosts should be held accountable for the blunder. Flag raising and singing the national anthem are very serious matters. How can it be possible to search and download a song casually on the internet? With how South Korea handled the national anthem and the national flag, should it still take on these large-scale tournaments? Police have arrested 46 people in a joint operation with Macau targeting a recruitment scam. In a press briefing, officers said the syndicate had posted uh, advertisements on social media platforms and major recruitment platforms, saying they were offering jobs paying high salaries and commission that required no experience or qualifications. Victims were purportedly asked to make online purchases under the pretext of boosting sales figures and were told to transfer money to bank accounts controlled by the syndicate. Police said 131 victims from Hong Kong and Macau were conned out of a total of 7 million Hong Kong dollars. Ten men from Macau were arrested. Lawmakers have started debating a motion of thanks on Chief Executive John Lee's maiden policy address. National security is among the first topics to be discussed. DAB Vice Chairman Gary Chan said he believes security officials have been able to meet President Xi Jinping's requirement of ensuring national security through having a vision for the big picture and preparing for worst-case scenarios. Through an interpreter, the lawmaker said he thinks Security Minister Chris Tang got it right by assessing the security risks faced by Hong Kong comprehensively in his drafting of local anti uh, local Article 23 legislation. He will look at the national security risks in the past, now and in the future, and effective and proactive legislative proposals will be put forward. I go along with that. We have to heighten our awareness. We have to have the worst-case scenario awareness that this is going to be very important. And this is the right attitude to guard against any risks um, to national security in the light of um, the ominous global situation. The uh, long-arm tactics adopted by the US are really unimaginable. Sai Kung District Councillor Christine Fong says the government should be more aggressive with its plans to, do, to divert buses through the new Chongquano Lam Tin Tunnel. The tunnel and an adjacent Cross Bay link will be launched on December the 11th. Five bus routes will use the tunnel, with another four being added later. The government says it expects travel times between Chongquano and Kowloon East to be reduced by 20 minutes. Ms Fong welcomed the new links, saying traffic congestion in Chongquano was horrible. They can be more aggressive. We believe that there are only five routes are not that reasonable. I would suggest that they should have bus route to run even to Hong Kong Island side or even to Kwai Chung, or even longer from Changwano to different area of Kowloon. That's what we suggest the transportation department to have more aggressive plans, even by the second stage, and they seem to agree with uh, our suggestion. 
Donald Trump has fired the starting gun on a third White House run, setting the stage for a bruising Republican nomination battle after a poor midterm election showing by his hand-picked candidates weakened his grip on the party. The 76-year-old former president told supporters gathered at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida that together they would ensure that President Biden did not get four more years. In his speech, he explained why he was running again. I am running because I believe the world has not yet seen the true glory of what this nation can be. We have not reached that pinnacle, believe it or not. In fact, we can go very far. We are Americans, and we do not have to endure what has taken place in Washington, D.C. This is our country, our government, and the corridors of power, they're our corridors. They're not their corridors. These are our corridors. And we are coming to take those carters back. A second person has been sentenced to death in connection with protests in Iran. Iran's semi-official ISNA news agency said a court in Tehran issued the sentence to a defendant who set a motorbike on fire and wounded another person with a knife. The announcement was made as a fresh wave of unrest, violence and strikes swept across Iran. The European Union has made a new offer to cut carbon emissions at the COP27 climate talks in Egypt, but some activists said they were not impressed by the updated goal of reducing greenhouse gas by uh, output by 57% by 2030. Indian negotiators are pushing for the phase-down of all fossil fuels. The BBC's Matt McGrath has more. At last year's climate talks in Glasgow, India was criticised for objecting to the phase-out of coal in the final agreement. Here in Egypt, India's negotiators seem determined to make amends and are pushing for the phase-down of all fossil fuels. A number of countries, including small island states, are supporting the call. However, it's unlikely to make it into the final text, as major oil and gas producers, such as Saudi Arabia, are set to object. Climate activists in Vienna have thrown a black oily liquid over a painting by Gustav Klimt. Videos online showing a man showed a man emptying the fluid over the picture Death and Life, which hangs in the Leopold Museum. The museum says it's not yet clear if the painting underneath has been damaged. New research suggests that leprosy bacteria could hold the key to safely repairing and regenerating the human body, the BBC's Ali McConnell reports. Scientists at the University of Edinburgh carried out their experiments on armadillos, the only other animal to suffer from leprosy. They were surprised to find their livers showed no signs of cancer or defects, which might be expected with such rapid growth. It's not clear exactly how the process works, but the researchers say the leprosy bacteria appear to be able to rewind the developmental clock of liver cells, taking them back to an early stage at which they reproduce rapidly. If the process can be harnessed, it might offer hope of repairing damaged livers or reversing the ageing process. New research suggests that a global decline in sperm counts is continuing, having more than halved between 1973 and 2018. The study concluded that the world had a serious problem and more people would have to use assisted reproduction. The authors attribute the fall to lifestyle factors and chemical pollution. Sperm count is not the only factor affecting male fertility. The speed of sperm movement also plays an important role. 
to sport and one of the biggest names in football is set to miss the start of the World Cup in Qatar. Sadio Mane, the reigning African footballer of the year, will not recover from a leg injury in time to play in Senegal's opening match against the Netherlands on Monday. More from the BBC's Paul Serres. Sadio Mane will miss Senegal's first games at the World Cup because of a leg injury. The Bayern Munich forward was named in the squad for Qatar despite being forced off in a club game last week. The German champion said the 30-year-old had an injury to his right fibula. He doesn't, however, require surgery. The Tottenham and Wales defender Ben Davis says the lack of a break before the World Cup will not affect his team's performance in Qatar. On Monday, Wales kick off their first World Cup campaign in 64 years against the United States. Davis scored in Tottenham's win over Leeds on Saturday. Look, it's, it's the hand we've been dealt. I don't think um, it's been the norm over the years, but look, it's something that we, that we just had to adapt to and um, be as ready as we can. And uh, thankfully... Most of the boys here are in, uh, are in good shape going into it. Tennis and Carlos Alcaraz will finish the year as the youngest ever number one ranked player on the ATP Tour. The 19-year-old's position at the top of the world rankings was confirmed after Rafael Nadal was eliminated from the Tour Finals in Turin. Nadal lost 6-3, 6-4 to, Can uh, to Canada's Felix Auger Aliasim. In the same group, Norway's Kasper Rudd booked his place in the semi-finals after beating Taylor Fritz 6-3-4-6-7-6. Novak Djokovic will go for a second win today when he takes on Andrei Rublev. Golf's world number one Rory McIlroy has called for the Live Tour to drop Greg Norman as its chief executive. The four-time major champion has been a fierce critic of the Saudi-funded breakaway tour, which has just finished its inaugural season. McIlroy says there's no place for Norman in the sport. I think Greg needs to go. I think he needs to just exit stage left. And look, he's he's made his mark, but I think now is the right time to to sort of say, look, you've you know. You've got this thing off the ground, but no one's going to talk and, unless, you know, there's an adult in the room that can actually try to mend fences. Next to cricket, Moeen Ali says the international calendar is too congested with his England team set to face Australia in a one-day international tomorrow, just four days after beating Pakistan to win the T20 World Cup. Ali says it's a huge challenge for the players. Yeah, I think that's pretty tough um, because you, one, you, you, it's a very tiring process. Having come from Pakistan just before the World Cup and then playing three T20s against, against Australia and then obviously playing the World Cup and then you go straight into a series against Australia again. Um, it is pretty crazy and um, and I know there's a lot of people out there who would probably say, you know, you're playing for England and all that, but it's it's tiring and it's you want to always give 100% as much as you can and sometimes um, it's not always that easy to do, you know, to turn up um, especially after winning a World Cup, um, and to obviously the guys will be celebrating. They would have been, you know, for the last couple of days doing what they want to do and just chill. And then you go straight into a game. As now the focus obviously changes onto the three ODIs, and um, we want, obviously want to try and win that as well. And a look at the weather, mainly cloudy, sunny periods during the day, moderate to fresh easterly winds. The outlook, mainly cloudy tomorrow with one or two light rain patches at first, sunny periods in the following days. The current temperature is 25 degrees Celsius with relative humidity of 72%. The news from RTHK. The Brew with Phil Whelan on Radio 3.
Sawayama on Radio 3, and that is called Catch Me in the Air. Wednesday afternoon it is, and you're listening to The Brew on Radio 3. A bit more music, then off to Bangkok to catch up with Paul Archibald. Going to do some requiems for you today on Classical Music Time, but it's brilliant, I can assure you. Heavy duty, beautiful, serene, and loud, all at once. Days aching, nights are long, two years, and still you're not gone. Guess I'm still holding on. Drag my through the dirt, somehow it doesn't hurt, though. Guess you're still holding on. You told your friends you want me dead and said that I did everything wrong And you're not wrong Well, I'll take all the vitriol but not the thought of you moving on 